to infinity. <laughs> Do you want me to pull your podcast? What? No. Oh, no. This is just something I used to do with your grandma. I love that joke. I will say, I think that joke is amazing. Um, and I'm for it. Yes. I will say, no matter any of the mean things, this is the, like, this is the preamble warning before. We're about to hate on this movie. We are about to be kind of mean, but we do want to qualify that one joke. It works. Really landed, and I like it. <laughs> Welcome to the Disney Desk, ladies and gentlemen, the most magical podcast on earth. I'm Carter. And I'm Sydney. And as you could probably guess from that intro, it is time to talk about Disney and Pixar's latest animated film, Lightyear. Lightyear. And yeah, so we didn't like it. <laughs> oh, well, we, we gotta save the spoilers. I thought we were Sorry. saving the spoilers for, like, later in the episode. Sorry. Never mind. Alright, we're gonna get into spoilers. We, we didn't like it. We feel neutral about it. Yeah, getting into spoilers. We didn't like the movie. Alright. I wanna... God, we're already off the rails. We, we just... Look, okay, let me just say this. Like, before we push record, I made a note that, like... It's not that I hate this movie. It's that I really wanted it to be good and I really wanted to love it and that didn't happen. Yeah, usually we try to have more structure for review episodes. Yeah. But we kind of want to fly off the handle for this one. But we kind of want to be loosey-goosey. We're a little emotional about it, not going to lie. Yes. And I will preface my opinions, if only because I do, you know, I might, if Disney came calling for work, I don't want this to be a problem, like when the Miss Marvel actress only gave Captain Marvel three stars on Letterboxd and not four. <laughs> that was a whole thing, and immediately I was like, oh, boy, this uh-huh. poor kid. But pick, I think we are frustrated about this movie, because Pixar, well, we grew up with Pixar. We grew up in the generation where Pixar was the main True. thing. Disney Animation was kind of licking their wounds a little bit and kind of figuring out what they wanted to do before Tangled. True. And Pixar were the guys. And Pixar has ascended, even with their swamps now and then as over the last couple of years, they are a studio who bats, at worst, they get a single or a double. They're yeah. worth, even Cars 3 is still an on-base hit. Like, you yeah. see a Pixar movie and you're like, oh, it's charming, funny, entertaining, and better than 90% of the stuff you're going to see in a theater this year. Cool, how does it compare to the other ones? Yeah. And by that standard... Especially coming off Luca and Turning Red, which I would say are in my top five Pixar movies with a bullet. Mm -hmm. This one just kind of fell flat. Yeah, I I would like to preface this talk with with well with a lot of things. First of all, okay, let's just like establish some facts about this film. This is the film is called Lightyear. It is supposedly the origin story of the character. Buzz Lightyear, put a footnote in that. It is starring Chris Evans, Kiki Palmer, Taika Waititi, some other actors. Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin in this? He's Zerg. Which doesn't make what? sense. What? Yeah, which doesn't make sense for a number of reasons we'll get to in a minute, but... Why didn't I know that? I only found it out because someone mentioned the toy sounded like Josh Brolin, and then we looked, and, and then he's on the poster, and it's like, oh, I guess he's Zerg. I cannot remember the actress from Orange is the New Black. Isa, is she an Isa? Yes. A Dubo? I believe so. Let me look that up. I can pull, we I have a computer. Wanna, I don't, we, we have, have, we have we technology. We have technology. <laughs> I'll just punch through my <laughs> Tell me the answer. Uh, voice cast. Kiki Palmer. No, no, of, of Uzo, a Duba. Ah, yes. I got my vowels mixed up. But yes. I adore her. 
It is Pixar's. Job. Yes, it is a spinoff of the very good Toy Story films. Uh, the ground crown jewel of the Pixar empire. Right, the Pixar of the Pixar. <laughs> it is their first theater movie in theaters since yeah. the pandemic, since Cars Three, which was Oy. what? Or no, no, it was their first since Onward, which was March twenty twenty. Oh right. It was out for a week and a half, and then the hammer came down. Yeah. And they just pulled it and brought it to Disney Plus. Right. So this movie was kind of a big deal. It's carrying the legacy of Toy Story. It's Correct. their first theatrical film in like two-ish and a half years. Right. It's dipping its toes into the reboot. Space. Space. And like it's everybody else at is. least theoretically creating its own franchise. I would agree. What the fuck is this film? So <laughs> the film opens... Well, that's a question for everyone. <laughs> yes. The film has to open with this title card, which is like... What are you doing? Because, let, let me preface this, like, this is not Star Wars. Like, it's not a Star Wars title, like, crawl, where no, it's like, it is this is what happened text. in the last movie, and yes. this is what's happened since the last movie. No, no, no. It's like a single title card that's like, by the way, this is what you're watching. This is the film that Andy saw that made yes. him want to buy the the toy Buzz Lightyear. Yes. And it needs to be prefaced that there was a lot of online discourse when Chris Evans himself attempted to explain this on Twitter and everyone was like, are you on yeah. drugs? When the movie came or when the movie was <laughs> first announced, the director clearly explained, like, hey, yeah. this is the movie that the toy's based on. But then Chris Evans said something like, this is based on the man on who the became man. the toy. And everyone's like, does Andy whoa, live whoa, in the whoa, future? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the fuck? Yeah, Does he live like, in some kind of like retro future? The brakes, and then on his tour junket, like on his press tour, you know, rounds, he had to further explain, like, again and again, what this movie is supposed to be. So for it to open with a title card, like reiterating this point, I'm like, something's wrong. Right, and I hate <laughs> to focus on this title card. Basically, the title card says something along the lines of, in 1995, Andy saw. Uh, Andy, they don't give him a last name, which I'm like, well, that's silly. Andy uh, Smith. Yeah, saw his, uh, his favorite movie. In 1995, Andy got a toy based off his favorite movie. This is that movie. Which one? You can't like, see me. I'm doing a masturbation. Sorry dun. to bring masturbation into a Disney <laughs> Wait, podcast. Wait, doesn't, but... doesn't this need like a Law and Order like, dun dun? Like, right. It's just, their story. one, it's just pretentious. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's pretentious <laughs> and silly. And it embodies the just chaotic nature of the marketing for this, where they have to like right. pedantically explain. And I hate emphasizing this stupid title card so much because it makes me feel like cinema sins. Because then I get really nitpicked. So many of my complaints about this film are nitpicky and granular. Yeah. And I hate that because movies don't need to make logical sense. They need to make emotional sense. Right. And but it's like, because this movie is so caught up in its freaking logic, you I have, have to, to focus nitpick on it. That. Because that was like that was my thing. And I said I said to Carter, like while we were watching it, we were doing a virtual group watch, um, which we love to do. But I was like, all I know is this movie needs to make me want to buy this toy yes. by the end of it. I don't care what else happens. Yeah. Like, like I need to want to buy this toy by the end. And and I wouldn't feel this way if they didn't if they didn't ask me to freaking do this. <laughs> like they could have just came out and said, We thought it would be fun to do a Buzz Lightyear movie. Like do a Have a nice you know, day. Yeah. Be like, hey, you know, we all like Buzz. Like let's do like a cool sci fi movie about him. Yeah. Not connected to the toy at all. Just be like, this is independent you know Right. It's based off the toy, but it's its own thing. But right. to come back so much to the main Toy Story movies, you force... Well, you're just making a movie with a hand tied behind your back. Because yep. the entire time we're just thinking of, like, 
wait, this movie was supposed to come out in the 90s? Why does it look so, like... Yeah. Is it animated? Is or is it act, live action in his universe? It doesn't right. look like a 90s film. It doesn't feel like a 90s film. It's not written like a 90s film. Yeah, these people... Like, that's a good point, actually. Like, when you look at, like, the few times that you see humans in Toy Story, they look completely mm-hmm. different stylistically from the humans in this movie. Is this a live action film? Right. In universe? <laughs> and then instead of trying to enjoy the emotional beats, you just get stuck in this never-ending logic loop yeah. where you're just constantly trying to parse out, like... What the hell is... What, are, what, what do I see? What I, yeah, what am I experiencing? Like, you shouldn't... I shouldn't feel like I need a th- th- little, little, little thesaurus right. to process a film. And, like, that's a, that brings me to another good point of, like, this film wastes no time making references to Toy Story, like, catchphrases yes. and, like, oh, callbacks. But I'm like, hold, 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 hold up. Like, if... You're a, like, what does he say? You're mocking me, aren't you? Yeah, he that's does all the lines. That's not a Buzz Lightyear catchphrase. That's just a line That's from something Buzz said. Yeah, right? Like, that like, has nothing to do with Buzz Lightyear. Does Buzz say that to Woody because he has it programmed in his brain? No, again, that's not. Just saying this out loud Buzz makes me want to rip my hair out. Buzz has, right. Like, Buzz in the toy is programmed with phrases just like Woody is. Yes. And n- none of those phrases are, you're mocking me, aren't you? So why I have you brought it up? Of, I don't think he actually says any of his phrases. Any of his, like, designed catchphrases? Like, he doesn't say, like, Buzz Lightyear to the rescue. To the rescue, yeah. Which, like, why not? (laughs) Yeah, we're gonna be this sweaty about it. We might as well just go whole hog. Right. Just be a pig on a sunny summer Sunday. (laughs) Right. And... I, oh, wow, I we are already, we're, we're 10 like, minutes in, we're already off the We're, game. like, screaming, pulling our yeah, hair Yeah, I'm gonna have to do some editing, baby. Um, but <laughs> let me, let me say this. There is a way, if you want to get this meta about, I, well, the first obvious solution would be cut out all the meta stuff, just say, like, hey, we want to do, like, a cool, serious, quote-unquote, Buzz Lightyear movie. If you're insisting on making it a meta thing, the only way I feel like you could have made it work, based on the movie they made, change nothing else about the movie, it almost feels like a Ghostbusters thing, where Ghostbusters wasn't made for kids, mm. at least originally. Originally, it was, well, it's Dan Aykroyd being a crazy person who is really nitty-gritty into, like, magic science, but he was like, oh, I'm gonna make a fun, sort of, adult, edgy, right, like, com- comedy Wrong with a high, around. yeah, a comedy movie <laughs> with all my SNL friends, and it's high concept, like, it's this, like, fun, blue-collar thing. But then a bunch of kids saw it, and the people who own the rights were like, all right, I guess we'll Can make we toys. Can we make a toy? Yeah. Can we make an animated show? Right. And I almost like the idea that this is the movie that came out. A bunch of kids liked it, so they're like, all right, we'll make an animated show, which would have been uh, Buzz Lightyear of Star Command. Yeah. You know, the animated show that was on when we were growing up. Right. Even though apparently, but like, that's been blackballed by Pixar because John Lasseter hated it. Never mind that we shouldn't care what John Lasseter has to say no, anymore. No, we don't. But... Again, even that, I'm just, like, perspirating, just trying to explain all that. It would be right. so much easier to just cut all that out. But, all right, let's let's actually talk about the movie. Okay, wait, can I make one more point? Oh, yes. yeah, we'll talk about the movie. But, like, when I really think about how we're introduced to Buzz Lightyear and, like, his the references to who he... Like, there's an entire saga about him going into depression when he finds out that he's a toy. Like... There's so much content about this product, right. the Buzz Lightyear toy, that it's like, how does none of that get incorporated? Like, we see a One commercial One thing gets incorporated, Buzz. and that's it. And I'll, and we can get to that when we just <laughs> right. run through but the it's plot like, super fast. We get to watch, like, 
And, oh my god, Toy Story 2 is like a well of Buzz Lightyear mm. information. Because yes. we see a bunch of them in action, like, yeah. set to their factory reset setting. Like, yes. that have not <laughs> been, like, unindoctrinated. So, like, how was none of that incorporated? We get a whole I Buzz mean, Lightyear ad. I like, get why they're hesitant to use it, just because so much of it is just, like, a parody of Star Wars or Star Trek. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, that's what Buzz Lightyear make is. That he's that archetype. He's, yeah. a, he's Kirk. He's basically yeah. just Kirk with more Star Wars and a jetpack. Yeah. There's actually not that much plot in this movie. No. But the basic premise, and this is where, like, it lost us pretty quick. Pretty soon, yeah. So After he's... we were done, wait, when, when was it after we were finished watching? And <laughs> we were both were like, I didn't want to finish that movie, but I didn't want to be rude and, like, yeah. stop. So yeah, we, ruin our, like, fun little hangout. Right? So we just kept watching it, even though, like, I checked out, like, yeah. 45 minutes in. I, I was, I was, I might have been, been on my Switch more than I'd like to admit. Yeah. I was doing Animal Crossing things. Um, but yeah, so the basic start of the movie is Star Command exists. They're like traveling to look for, I guess, other inhabitable planets. It's very vague what they do, but whatever. It's almost never explained. Yeah. Plot is he's trying a new hyperspeed fluid so they can get off this planet and everyone's not stranded. But the problem is every time he kind of jumps to light speed, uh, everyone else ages because it's a complicated time dilation thing. Like he's going at the speed Long of light. Time, They're at a normal yeah. speed. So, so he's effectively time-traveling. Yeah. And this is where the movie really began to look. We almost lost this immediately because Buzz Lightyear <laughs> keeps being like, have to keep going. Even though his best friend has aged four years. Yeah. He does it again. She's aged more. He does it again. Everyone's aged by. more. Yeah. She has a wife. She has a kid. Oh, yeah. She has a wife, which is like a one-second thing that the you know YouTube that grifters decide. China? Yeah, I don't know. They're... They're, like, rooting for minions to make more money than this now because we right. live in hell. Right. <laughs> like, I clearly uh, got hit by a car at some point living in New York, and Why I'm just in hell for various tax evasion crimes. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically, it builds up to he comes back, and his best friend's gone. And this is when Sydney paused the movie and said, <laughs> whoa, whoa, I sure whoa, did. I was like... Hold up. Something is... Let me stop you right there. <laughs> yeah, I object because this like what kind of psychopath is this and by the way we need to circle back to like this character of buzz yes i think this is a good pause moment to talk and about buzz. everything wrong with him as a character why did they make him so unlikable yes he's absolutely unlikable like he's the worst dude He's completely inept. Yes. <laughs> but, like, I could forgive the ineptness if he wasn't, like, a kind of a jerk. I don't know. Yeah, it, it really is the core. And again, it comes back to the stupid, like, why would Andy want this toy? I don't know. Because he is a maniac who is right. clearly seeing that he's losing all of this time with his best friend in the world. Yeah. And instead of just stopping for a little bit to enjoy some time with his friend, right. he keeps going until he has to watch her death on a digital screen because right. he wasn't there for her wedding, the birth of her child, the birth of her grandkid, presumably, yeah. and her funeral. Right. And it just get like, it just... And none of that, we never have, were given the time to let that sink in. That never fully affects him. Yeah. That's like five minutes. We, like, it's almost like they were trying to do the up emotional moment, but the beats leading up to the death aren't compelling because no because he just gives like a little sad like shrug and then he's back in the spaceship yeah doing because, what he does yeah and then he's just like no, well i See you later. really beefed it i gotta double down right and 
And the film, I don't think, ever recovers from this because no. he, quote-unquote, learns his lesson, ultimately, but it doesn't justify no, the build-up. it doesn't. And he, does he? Like, he, it doesn't feel like he learned a lesson as much as it feels like he changed his mind. Yeah. It, <laughs> that's the perfect way to put it. And I guess to... And I am literally going to speed run through the plot in less than two minutes. Yeah. So basically, the new commander is like, yeah, we've lived here for like third, like 50 years now, man. We're just going to yeah, stay. Like, we have a government now. Yeah, it's fine. We have a government. We have a we laser have currency, wall. Like, yeah, we invented our own currency. We're not going seashells. Home. Yeah, this you know, is home. We have pop art. Right. Yeah, we, we have, have Banksy celebrities. here. Yeah. yeah. We, we have, have the dark web. You're you kind of a celebrity, there. dude. You thought Earth dark web was bad. Wait till you see Whew. there is some weird yeah. shit, man. And we've already started to decay this planet. Look yeah. at all the pollution. Yeah. We're home, Half baby. the mines are dead. Yeah, we, we already we're bunked to this planet. <laughs> we're not leaving. Yeah. Um, anywho. Yeah, and he goes rogue because his sidekick cat... Uh, we'll, we'll get into the we'll get into the side <laughs> characters later. His sidekick cat... Yeah, just, just roll with it. Uh, finally figured it out. He hyper jumps, like, super far this time. He goes, like, 60 years and discovers, oh, the planet's under siege. Some robot army called Zerg has descended upon the planet and is trying to break into the city. So him and a scrappy bunch of, like, junior cadets, who he discovers are junior cadets along the way, are like, awesome, you can fly a ship. We have a plane to, like, we want to sneak up onto the ship and blow it up because we think, you know, because we're following Phantom Menace rules, or Chitari rules. If you blow up the home ship, they'll all just die. Mm-hmm. And basically, the rest of the movie is one collection of fuck-ups after another, oh where they God. just keep screwing up, and Buzz chastising them, but then feeling a little bit bad about it. Right. Until he finally gets abducted by Zerg, which, spoilers, the big plot is revealed. Zerg is not his father in this reality. He is Buzz from an alternate timeline. So this version of Buzz did the... Hi... Hi... Oh, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. I, I'm so close to the end here, man. Just just let me power okay. through and we'll yell about it in a minute. Okay, okay. Like, basically okay. the idea is this version of Buzz, like, landed, he realized he succeeded, but, like, Starkman was mad because he went rogue, so he just kept jumping until he got to some point so far in the future, uh, this alien, he found this alien ship with all this advanced technology, and he realized, wait, what if I use this to go back in time? and just completely undo everything. And that finally forces our Buzz to stop and say, like, wow, then all these people who existed wouldn't exist anymore. So he, you know, decides to blow up the hyperdrive, saving this reality, this timeline, and basically the movie ends with him becoming Buzz Lightyear. He gets his wings, he gets... They do the Han Solo thing where he gets each individual thing at a time, so it's like, this is how he got his last name. Never mind, some people might just have the last name Solo. No, 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 we have to no, explain no, no. it. No, I can't <laughs> scream about Solo also. We have to no. focus. This is... But yeah, him and his, like, scrappy team of uh, r- rookies are now going into space as, like, a peacekeeping force. It's very, it's very Manifest Destiny-y in an undefined way that a lot of white sci-fi doesn't right. do a good job defining. Yeah. But yes, so... Okay. I think the biggest problem, <laughs> I think you got to the biggest problem. He doesn't learn anything. He changes his mind. Yeah. Because we never really have a moment. And you said this on the call. There's never a moment where we just sit down with these characters and just... No. Be characters. No. Like, we get... The, the movie establishes from the beginning a friendship between him and, what's her name, Alicia? And 
But it's like we don't really feel that too much. And then, like, he sheds one single tear after learning of her passing. This is supposed to be the emotional linchpin of the movie, but they're not established well enough for us to care. But, like, this asshole didn't even stop when she said she's getting married. Yeah, when he was she like, explicitly asked him not to do this ever again. <laughs> right, yeah. And then or he's like, well, I gotta go. Yeah. And, I mean, so how can we expect this guy, if his one friend in the whole world, like, vanishes before his eyes and it's his, and it's his fault? Yeah. Like... How do we believe that this person could feel anything deeper for anybody else? Right. And he really doesn't. Because, (laughs) like, basically, the whole... So, he lands... He comes back, and the ragtag team is like, Cool, we'll use your ship. Oops, a robot blew it up, or stole it. Uh, Oh, there's some more ships in this dockyard. Oh, it's filled with bugs. We need to talk about that element of this film. How it is truly exhausting the amount of, like, little conflicts. It's like... This movie never resolves. Like, it's just like every every attempt that they make towards this goal gets ruined. And then, like, fixed by Socks the Cat. Yeah. Every single one. Yes. They have a little... Every issue is either resolved through some other new problem coming up, or Socks the Cat, who is this little, like, robot Swiss army knife slash therapist cat? Yeah. Question mark? Who really, if anyone was, if any toy of this was going to sell like hotcakes, it would be, it would socks. be socks. He's a little robot cat. Right. People love He's cats, cute. people love robots, people like OP characters. Right. It's everything you want in a character. Bingo. But yeah, and yeah, there is one moment where the characters sit down and just breathe for a second, where Buzz kind of talks about like, yeah, I was kind of a screw up in Starfleet camp and Alicia believed in me and that's why I feel like I have to like earn this. And it's like, okay, but that doesn't, I don't know. It just, yeah. They never do, God, this movie. It's so frustrating from every angle. It really is. Not since yeah. Rise of Skywalker have I been like, I just don't understand why that's the movie they chose to make. Yeah, no. Because what oh, are the gotta... core themes of this movie? I, it, I know we're bouncing theme, around, but it's such a mess. You kind of had to just It wants us to believe that the theme is about the value of teamwork or friendship, yes. except it That's never like, makes yeah. good on that, ever. Right, because he never really does... Like, ultimately, he saves them, and he's like he learns to be nice to them, but I don't feel like they grow as a squad. They like, don't. There's no moments where he realizes... Like, he mostly just chast- learns to stop chastising them for failing. Right. And it's like, well, that's not really helpful. Like, no. a better... Like, because that doesn't but reflect his character. But he's the main screw-up. Yeah. Like... He, if this is supposed to be about accepting failure, he never ever does that. Right. That's like, that's like, he, he super never does that. He, that's why his friend died. Because he wouldn't stop doing that. Yeah. Like, like. I mean, and it's also this weird, I mean, he kind of does when he's like, I need help from, you know, uh, Alicia's granddaughter, um, Izzy. Like, he's like, I need your help. Yeah. I mean, the individual, like... His individual sidekicks, Izzy, who is the granddaughter of his best friend, she has this little character arc where she's afraid of space and, like, oh, I'll never live up to my grandma, who is, like, one of the best. Yeah. And she kind of does that. And that's the stuff that actually works. Again, people would be, well, no, people wouldn't be buying her toys because this is a 90s movie, so they wouldn't have made a toy of her. Right. Like, we True. weren't even getting toys of Black Widow in, like, what, 2012? Right. Um, 
But yeah, she gets the cool moment where she's like, I'm going to beat my fear of space to fly, jump across this gap. And that part's cool. It is. And it's frustrating because there are individual moments in this movie that are great. But then they just get pulled down where you're like, wait, this is supposed to be Buzz Lightyear? Yeah. Um, Taika Waititi's character's fun. Like, and I actually like his little character moment where he's like, we have to surrender. And by using like his suit's panic feature, he (laughs) destroys a bunch of robots. Like, I like that he learns how to win on his own terms. Right. But the movie doesn't build up to that. Because Buzz is just like... <laughs> yeah, it's it's got this Guardians of the Galaxy energy of like, oh, look at these losers. Yeah, this is the worst of the worst. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it. I don't know. We we never get to appreciate what they can do what, right. What they can do right, or or them feeling good about themselves. Like where it's established all the reasons to like pity them or feel like shame for them. But that's never resolved either. Yeah. Like, we never get to be proud of them. Yeah, we really don't. Because even their, like, because their, the build-up to their little moments of victory are so, like, non-existent. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Like, it doesn't feel earned. Right. Like, if we're doing the Guardians thing, it's like, you know, there are so many little moments where it's like, you know, Drax and Rocket and Groot are just sitting there on the planet. And Drax is, like, lamenting, like, you know, I put on this facade because I'm sad, you know, I'm struggling I'm with grief. Yeah. And Rocket's like cool i've lost people too that doesn't mean you endanger everyone yeah like little moments like that are what this film is lacking right um and i think that forces us to get to buzz and i will say all of this could be fixed by one moment in the movie that i really like when buzz does his first light speed jump his first test it's going wrong he's got to either eject from the ship or risk getting shot out permanently into space with no fuel and basically just going on forever and forever Mm -hmm. this movie makes space really scary scary, this is the scariest space movie since gravity in terms of just like Mm -hmm. oh yeah dying in space Space is a horrifying cosmic nightmare yeah um but he literally pulls out a sharpie and starts drawing an equation on the windshield and realize like comes up with a solution where he blows up his fuel supply and knocks himself back into orbit right and i'm like if there were more moments like that where it's like buzz lightyear yes he's not the he's not the most competent I think, because what is Buzz in the Toy Story movies? He's, you know... He's a hero hero. Yeah. He's supposed to be, like, a manly man. Yeah, he's, like... And, like, more masculine than Woody. Yeah, he's masculine. He's cool. He's a good leader. He's good at rallying the troops. He's not a child's toy. But he is a bit bumbling. Like, he's kind of bad in social situations. He's kind of clueless, even when he gets in the know that he's a toy. Right. Like, he's awkward around Jesse. He can't talk to Bo Peep. Yes. But he always makes up for it by, you know, just being the guy who's like, cards on the table, I'm going to come up with a solution to get us out of this. Yeah. Which is why when he finally gives up trying to get out of the trash compactor, that's a big deal because it's like, the guy with the plan doesn't have a plan anymore. Yeah. Like, the plan is to just be there for our friends. Yeah. That was his choice. Which underlines again, this bus is never there for his friends. Correct. Yeah. And that is like... Like, the point of Toy Story is about, like, unity. Like, right. that's what Woody does with all of Sid's weird toys. Right. He, like, makes a team. <laughs> exactly. And I think that's what's frustrating, because it's like, well, this is an origin story for Buzz. And it's like, yeah, but that doesn't make sense, because this is what the toy's based off of, and then you just start screaming and bashing right. your head to the wall again. And, but, but it's like, oh, like, you brought up a, a point about something that really pissed me off, like a nitpicky thing, and this is, like, a big spoiler. It's not a spoiler, because who cares? We already but, spoiled it a lot. This but whole movie's like, a spoiler of your weekend plans. Like, one of the jokes that they make with Taika Waititi's character is about how his uniform comes with, like, a pen holder. Like, it ejects a little pen. 
And, like, he's kind of, like, quirkily obsessed with, like, anybody need a pen? Like, yeah. I got a pen in my suit. And why did they not use the pen? They talked about the they pen. They wait till the pen. They, well, they used the pen at the last minute, but wouldn't it have made but, more like, sense for Buzz to be, like, the pen? Give me a pen. I need to write an yes. equation because that's what I did the last yeah. time I got myself out of trouble. Yeah. Like, I like the idea that it's, like, yeah, Buzz gets himself in the sticky situations and sometimes he bumbles into chaos, but he's resourceful and, like, stubborn enough yeah. to... Like, jerry-rig a solution out of thin air. Right. Like, they're so... And as I say it out loud, I'm like, they're so close to getting it, but they get so caught up in this stupid time thing and the whole, like, oh, regret thing. Right. But I just, like, that disappointed me the most. And I'm like, yo, we we showed him saving himself by writing an equation, like, on glass. But then every other time there's a conflict, he's just rolling his eyes and, like, scrambling for his life. Like, why did he not? He never has that level of resourcefulness again. No. Where did that go? (laughs) And, like, if you want a part of this arc for him to be like, yeah, when I was in Star Command, I was kind of a boob. Like, wouldn't that have been a good arc for him? Where he realizes, like... No, wait, I've been helping these guys find their strength and getting them through this. Yeah, like, I can I'm be a leader. leader. Yeah. Yeah, basically, it's literally the SpongeBob thing of like, you have managerial skills. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and it's, again, it's frustrating because, like, you see so many strands of this that make sense, and you're like, oh, I can see how you get from Toy Story to here. Yeah. But then it's just drowned. The, the whole time dilation thing is, I just think it's kind of a disaster of a plot element. It's but dumb. it's so much of the plot. If you remove it, there's just not a movie. No. And, like, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't want to... Uh, I hate bringing up COVID, but, like, I was watching the behind-the-scenes video they did. They have a little documentary. And oh, it's a good yeah. documentary. It's called To Infinity and Beyond. I did see that. Which kind of talks about, like, yeah, we got kind of hung up on this plot because we were just thinking about how much time we lost. How much time... One, I'm like, I just hate... I don't know. I hate being reminded that we're living right, a nightmare. Right, by my media. As a yeah. germaphobe, I'm living the worst reality I could possibly be stuck in, and mm-hmm. I've, like, lost 45 pounds out of stress right. and not eating. But also, like, this just solidifies for me. Anytime a national or global tragedy happens, we just gotta, like, just... Yeah. Everyone get a therapist. Everyone yourself. process... Well, no, that's... No, no. <laughs> process it. Cur- like, process well, it with a therapist. yes. So instead of, like, processing it and being able to grow from it, we just get stuck in it and make bad art. Yeah, and then we get to Zerk, which I would say, like the design. I like the idea yeah. of him being this, like, sort of commander of a hive mind of robots. Cool look. Yeah. I like how they update the look. I like that he's just, you're like, oh, he's big. Right. Like, they kept the size proportions of the toys. And I I enjoy any kind of, like, stormtrooper-esque presence of, like, an army that's, like, sort of stupid and you can just push him down. Yes. But, like, they still have lasers, so you have to, like... So you have to be careful. Yes. Because I mean, they it's, could kill you. It's the Star Wars thing. I love the battle droids. The battle droids are my favorite thing from the yeah. prequels, because I'm like, it's so funny thinking of this Trade Federation being like, well, I guess we're starting a civil war, but all we have are those these, like, packing droids. Give them guns. And they <laughs> okay. suck, because they don't know how to fight. They didn't have, you know, the C, the, the uh, fight OS never got updated. Right. Um, yeah. But... And I don't even hate the idea that it's a buzz from the future. I'm like, if you're going to insist on a time travel plot, that's fun. I hate it because we never, like, that is a, something that needs to be established up front. Like, the possibility of, like, timelines 
of alternate timelines. Like, I'm going to need a little more introduction to that. It is kind of out of nowhere. They're like, they're guess what? Like, There's oh, time travel. Yeah. Guys, what if you go backwards? No one even suggests <laughs> that. You have to have at least one character suggest, like... Yeah. Or even just say something like, Buzz, you basically can. invented time travel. Yeah. not That doesn't even happen. Right. But the whole, like, I'm going to go back in time and keep this from happening thing... It just frustrates me because, again, it doesn't feel like Buzz earned, like, no, I can't erase this. Well, I like that he's like, no, I can't erase it because of my friends. And it's like, oh, cool. You don't really, you never cared about all the people who grew up here. You just care about these four people you begrudgingly like. And it's like, that's, you know, I can't help but feel like, gee, did you always know you were going to cast Captain America in this role? And did we just write an Avengers film? Or are we just doing the endgame thing? Yeah, we're doing the end game. Thing. I'm so tired of time travel. Me too. Well, I hate discussing time travel because like you're Me never gonna too. get a good answer. And like I remember during the end game discussion, it just got so sweaty into the nitty gritty of like, wait, did Captain America come back after doing yeah. this and that? And it's like, guys, it the ending makes emotional sense. He's on the right. beach. It's beautiful. Just fucking let it be. Leave him alone. I'm sorry, I'm swearing so much. He's this retired. is not worth for families. No. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We're Disney adults, damn it. Yeah, we are Disney adults, damn it. Get, um, get with it. But, yeah. And it's also, like, they never successfully sell me on siding with Buzz over Zerg. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, you would erase the timeline, and a lot of people would basically vanish. But at the same time, it's like, Buzz references that he has a father. What about all the people they left behind on Earth? And this was a point I was making right. the night we watched it. I'm like, cool, so did they just have a bunch of empty casket funerals because they don't have bodies to bury like right. do, they, do they not have communication with this planet like did all these people just lose their loved ones on a space mission gone wrong like right. why you know you're depriving all those people of their future like if, if we're not kang here we're not fighting over this domination right. of one timeline these are equally valid timelines and you never convince me that this one timeline is more valuable yeah. than the other but i also feel like the Oh, I, I just hate that the Zerg is, is Buzz thing. Because I'm like, I never f- also feel the importance from Buzz of going back to Earth. Well, like, not from him. He he insists that going back to Earth is matters. Well, but they, like, also, nobody like, going else back really to Earth, does. We never really established that. They just want to, He just wants to keep the mission going. And I'm like, yeah, where are, are we they going? going back to Earth? That's true. That's an assumption. Which, yeah. like, I guess it's a kid's film. So you're like, oh, well, we don't need to explain everything. And I'm like... I don't know if you're gonna get into the we- if you're gonna have a kids film that has the concept of time dilation. I feel like you have to get a little more nitty gritty in the details. Yeah. I. I don't know. Maybe. And that's my thing. I think that is one other point I want to make. I don't know how many more points you have. My brain feels like it's firing on a thousand neurons, but I am tapped out of this conversation. <laughs> I have one more. I guess then I have one more point, and I think this is the big point for me that really gets to the problem of who is this movie for. Oh. The thing that frust- the one thing I didn't love about the documentary is how like revered everyone's tone is about Buzz Lightyear. They're like going into every single detail, and a part of me likes this because I love the creative process. But mm-hmm. they're acting like this is the most important character who's ever been made. And make no mistake, Buzz and Woody are like kind of American pop icons, and they are. in a lot of ways they saved Disney oh, because. Yeah. And like I think I've told you this story before when Bob Iger first became CEO of Disney. He went on a little walk around the park just to get a feel and vibe, and he made a note that basically every character, like all the character actors, like post-2000, like characters, were all Pixar characters. He goes to Steve Jobs and says, you know what? Name your price. I'm not going to haggle. I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to start drama. 
we need this. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to try and strong arm you. I know you have me dead to rights here. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to accept that. Mm. And, like, and if you want to do, like, a serious, like, Buzz Lightyear film that's kind of more adult geared and, like, has reverence for the material and it's, like, a bit solemn and is about, like, loss and grief and growing, that's fine. But to constantly undercut it with joke, like exactly. the movie can't decide. Like no. every time, like every time he does a catchphrase or a heroic moment, it gets undercut with some like snide remark. Like people complain the about this. The tone is yeah. messy. Yes. It, oh. It's a disaster of a tone. Oh. Um, it's people complain about this with like Marvel movies, and for Marvel, I've always thought it was fine. Yeah. But here, I'm just like, God, can we just take this seriously for ten freaking Marvel seconds? Does it? Perfect. I think yeah, Marvel's Marvel perfected. does it better. Yeah. And it's also helped by the fact that, like, a lot of Marvel stuff's goofy. Like, yeah. <clears throat> Doctor Strange is paint at one point. Right. There's a bunch of gold aliens. They run out of, exactly. they run out of red carpet to roll. Like, shit's goofy. This, right. There's not really any aliens. There's a couple bugs. But, like, the color palette's, like, like gray. The tone right. is dark. It's very, like, washed Rusty. out. Rusty. Yes. And, like, we could go, I could go on for another hour how none of this looks like a 90s movie. It looks like a modern 2000s no. action sci-fi movie. Yeah. Like, they didn't need to tell us anything about the 90s, because this is just confusing now. Yeah. And, yeah, it just bumps me out, because I really do love Toy Story. Yeah. And I think this idea could work, but for some reason, they just got caught up on the wrong ideas. Yeah. And kind of... And doubled down on them. And I think they just got so caught up in this, like, nitty-gritty of, like oh, this is the movie that made Andy. We have to sell a toy. Yeah, if they hadn't told me that, I might feel a lot differently about I'd be this. like, this is fun. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's like, I already love Buzz Lightyear. You don't need to sell me another Buzz Lightyear. Right. I had like three Buzz Lightyears. Right. And the focus on that just kind of... Because we identify with Andy. Right. <laughs> so much. Like, so for you to be like, don't you want this toy? I'm going to be like, no. Because you didn't sell it very well to me. And that's what really sucks about this. And it's a bummer, too, because I remember uh, I went to a talk at NYU. Uh, I went to college at NYU. They have a lot of animation talks there. And one of them was with a storyboard artist from Toy Story 4. And I just remember, just before D20, or um, the Disney Plus, the last Disney Plus uh, convention, uh, our the professor was like, hey, uh, what are you working on now? And she said, I can't, you wouldn't believe me if I told you. And then I remember seeing them announce Buzz Lightyear, or Lightyear and being like, yep, you're right. I wouldn't have guessed that. Right. And to get here where I'm sweating and tired and my head hurts. Yeah. It's a bummer. You've like pulled your hair out. Yeah. <sighs> well, fortunately for we you all. We got that out of our system. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I just had to purge that. Right. We've been Believe holding on to that for some time. Like a week. Yeah. Believe it or not, we have more light ear content coming your way soon. Uh, kind of a yes. fun little idea we thought I of. think so. As you may gather, we don't like this movie, and we think we could rewrite it better. So next time we talk about light ear, we are going to be reworking the light ear plot. Call it constructive criticism. Yes, with emphasis on the construction. But until next time, I'm Carter. And I'm Sydney. Have a magical day. Bye.